This is the one-minute how-to. Item 273, how to avoid mistakes when responding to a job posting. Hello everyone, this is George, your host. On this show, we've got Jessica Duquette, and she's going to explain to us how to avoid mistakes when responding to a job posting. Jessica, could you first tell us a little something about yourself? Sure. Thanks, George. I'm the Director of Relaxation at Shui Spa in Provincetown, Massachusetts. And since I've been there the last eight or nine months, I've had the opportunity to put out postings on Craigslist and other online media for positions that we needed to fill at the spa. And I got so frustrated with the way that people responded to these that I thought this would be a really good how-to. Okay, then. If you're ready, well, you've got 60 seconds. Okay. So the number one most important is the judicious use of spell check in both your introductory email and your resume. Nothing turns me off a candidate more than an email full of spelling errors. Send a brief, personal, but not too chatty introductory email with your resume and send it as a PDF file or as an attachment. Outline whatever position you're applying for and where you saw the position advertised. Do your due diligence and find out the spa director's name by calling the spa and asking. Include a one-page resume. You may attach a second page with your references, but we don't need to know that you drove an ice cream truck the summer after high school unless you're applying for an ice cream truck driver position. Keep your resume relevant and clearly outline your responsibilities and talents that pertain specifically to the job you're applying for. And if there are any long absences from the workforce or anything unusual that you'd like to explain, put that in the cover letter. You can also highlight any skills and talents that you may bring to the table that would fit in for the job that you're applying for in the cover letter. I was on a search committee long ago, and I, too, saw scads of problems with the applicants' resumes. Do you have any other ideas of things to do or maybe not to do? When you have a resume, don't call it resume.doc or resume.pdf. Put it in PDF format and title it with your name, because you might know that it's your resume, but I won't know whose resume it is when I'm looking through. And if you have to put in a photo, which I don't recommend, Please make it appropriate to the job, dress professionally for the photograph, and have it be from the neck or waist up only, and have a friendly, not sexy smile. Make sure you state the name, city, state, and contact information for all your previous employers that you're going to list. Introductory email, let the employer know what's the best time to reach you and when is your first available start date. And this is so important, last but not least. Have an appropriate and professional-sounding email address. If your personal email is sexygirl2020 at hotmail.com, then just get another one just for job applications. And make sure that your outgoing voicemail message sounds professional and warm because prospective employers are going to be calling you. So use a natural-sounding voice and state your name clearly and keep the message brief. And that's all I got. Well, I guess the one thing that I'd never even really thought of was the title of the resume. I, I just call mine resume because I right. know what it is, but they're going to have however many resume.docs sent to them, so exactly. it makes sense to take care of that. Exactly. Okay, Jessica, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? We have an absolutely beautiful spa. It's a resort spa in, located in Provincetown, Massachusetts, and it's at the Crown Point Inn, which is C-R-O-W-N-E-P-O-I-N-T-E Inn. And the website for the spa itself is shuispa.com. We'd love to if you come and see us. All right, Jessica, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. <laughs>